0: What is up, guys? It is Taylor Trost here. I'm the host of the Stronger Than Yesterday podcast. And today, I have a very special guest. Hello, guest. Hello. (laughs) Um, Today's guest on on my podcast is my lovely boyfriend, Tim Thompson. Tim, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Hello, listeners. Long-time listener, first-time caller. (laughs) <laughs> happy to be blessed with the opportunity to share my wisdom and knowledge to all the ladies out there, and uh, very happy to be here.
0: <laughs> um, I'm excited to have you. Obviously, this is my first time ever recording a podcast episode with a partner, so this is fun. <laughs> I'm excited. Unfortunately, um, I
1: have lots of fantasy football podcast experience, so oh, hopefully that will try Hopefully this will translate to stronger than yesterday.
0: You're not allowed to talk about fantasy football on this podcast. (laughs) That is not allowed. (laughs) Well, I was thinking, so I was thinking about, I I try to bring guests on like maybe once a month or so, obviously having guests on the podcast are incredible. Um, And I was thinking about this, this week's and having you come on. And It's super weird. Like, I, I don't even know if weird's the right word to describe this, but like, I feel like over the years on Fit and Food with Taylor, like on my Instagram, my business page, I've been so like vulnerable and raw. I feel like I was so authentic about my struggles with my own communications, my struggles, you know with my ex fiance, um, my journey with therapy, like I've just been so open about these things. And so it just felt right to have you come on, babe, and just let our, let the listeners know a little bit more about us. I know I did get a quite a few DMS about like, how we met when I first kind of like hard launched you. And it's really weird. Like, I don't even know how to hard launch someone. I have no idea if I did it right or not. But um, yeah, I'm excited. So today, Tim and I are just gonna chat a little bit about the night we met (laughs) and how it brought us to where we are today. And baby, I'm sure you can agree that this is something we talk about quite a bit, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah, I think back on that day and that night all the time it was an experience I had never ever felt before um with a with a potential partner at the time and obviously with my 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 love of my life now so it's always fun to look back we've come a long way um distance obviously it's been a unique first almost four months of our relationship but Uh, I think there's been a lot of beauty that's come out of it, but it's always fun to reminisce about where it all started and I'm happy to share with everybody. So,
0: yeah. Yay. Okay. Let's, let's take it back to March 4th, 2023. So we, I was in, so just a little clarifying clarification here. This was four days or five days before I moved to Chicago. So I was currently living at my parents' house for the month because I had rented out my house already in Arizona. So I was pretty much homeless, living with the parents for a few weeks. And we drove out together to San Diego from um, Scottsdale for my cousin, Jared's (laughs) wedding. Shout out, Jared. And (laughs) just in my mind, I wasn't dating anyone in Arizona, obviously, because I was moving. I just had so many other things on my mind that like, Dating to find a partner was like the bottom of my list, quite frankly. I was really anxious and nervous for my move. So, anyways, the weekend before I move, I'm out in San Diego for my cousin Jared's wedding where I'm with my parents. I'm really excited because I'm I know I'm gonna get drunk with all my cousins and we're gonna have a grand old time. I have the coolest, dopest cousins in the world. Sorry, Tim, I know you have some cool cousins too, but mine are just the best. So, anyways, (laughs) um that was that. And That's kind of where I was at on March 4th, like leading up to the wedding. How about yourself?
1: Yeah, so I was coming off a very tough 2022 with the loss of a family member. And at the new year, I kind of wanted to restart my life in terms of fitness, goals, uh, just kind of getting my confidence back, getting myself back after such a tough year. And so come March 4th, I was in a really good groove. I had made a lot of changes. I had started uh, working with my amazing personal trainer, Christian. Shout out to Christian. Shout
0: out Christian. Um,
1: And so this was kind of my first vacation slash getaway from Eugene for the year. I was feeling good. I was on a good roll um, just with life. And I was just looking forward to spending some time with family. I have a lot of cousins and family down in the uh, Temecula, Fallbrook area. And I was just kind of really looking forward to spending time with them. I was looking forward to seeing all my college buddies, uh, one of which was Jared, uh, one of my best friends that I've known since 2011, freshman year, at the University of Oregon. Go Ducks. And he invited me to his wedding. (laughs) he invited me to his wedding. I was excited to be there. Um, just thought it was going to be a fun weekend to see some of my favorite people and head back to Eugene. So that's kind of where I was at. Okay. Um, yeah.
0: (laughs) You told me you weren't even sure last minute if you were going to go, you were thinking you were going to go to the wedding and leave early to get back to your cousin's house. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, it was, I was definitely looking forward to the wedding, but I hadn't seen my cousins in about seven years, uh, whereas I'd see my friends much more often, so um, just figured I would stay, dance for a bit, and then maybe take off around 10 when everything quieted down and go spend a few more hours with my cousins, so. but instead, I met this lovely lady, Taylor. Um, <laughs> All right. It all, so yeah, let's go fast for forward
0: to wedding time. You want to start?
1: <laughs> yeah, so wedding time, I got there pretty early, hung out with the, the buddies for a while. And other than my college friends, a lot of which were in the wedding, I didn't really know a whole lot of people that were there. Uh, so I was just kind of meandering talking to people. And then it was time to sit down for the wedding. So I sat next to my buddies, Rick and Nick Fronick and Kayla and Bree. and uh, I was on, if you're facing the bride and groom, I was on the left side of the aisle. Um, and as I was sitting down, I looked down the aisle. I'm just kind of scoping, just seeing who else is showing up. And I made eye contact with Taylor. And there was something there. It was like, whoa, okay. Um, I mean, obviously in those situations, you make eye contact with people all the time, just, just scanning and looking around. Um, but it was, it was just, there was something there. I, I was just like, damn, that girl is really cute and just gave me a look. So I'm going to keep my eye on her, uh, for this wedding. I was kind of keeping an eye to see if there was any boys around her just to see, you know, if it was obvious she had a boyfriend or not. I didn't notice anyone around her, but kind of figured, you know, girl, that kid's probably, probably got herself a man. So um, that was kind of the start with seeing you across the aisle. Um, and you can kind of, you kind of had a similar experience, I believe.
0: Yeah. I mean, from my perspective, from my perspective, I was sitting on the right side of the aisle and we were sitting in the same row And I remember like looking across like right before the ceremony started and like making eye contact with you and my heart like skipped a beat. So I like looked away (laughs) and then I looked at you again and then we made eye contact like a few times throughout the ceremony. And I remember Mm -hmm. our eyes just like locking and I was just getting lost in your beautiful blue eyes, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Then that was that was the ceremony and then i remember during dinner well so i we had cocktail hour taking pictures with all my cousins things like that i remember sitting down for dinner and i remember like looking around like where is this guy where is he sitting is he with a girlfriend like just trying to scope him out and spilling my secrets he knows this already but my parents were sitting at the table next to his so being the nice daughter I am, I walked over to my parents multiple times to ask them if they needed another drink so I could go get them a drink. But really, I was only like going up and asking them because I wanted him to look at me when I was standing next to his table at dinner. And sure as shit, my mom was like, oh, I'd love a glass of white wine. So I went to the bar to get her white wine, brought it back, and he still didn't see me. So
1: that was a fail in my book. Well, maybe it was a fail in my book for not (laughs) getting the hints. I just remember I was freezing and starving and I was locked in on on that food. Yeah, the wind was bad. Yeah. So I didn't really realize it, but that is a pretty great part of that story. Um, So then... Was the moment at the bar before or after I was sitting at the fire for a while? I I sometimes forget. It
0: was uh, after. The fire was. Okay.
1: Yeah. So the wedding, they had these big fire pits. They had two of them. And it was really windy and kind of cold. And so after dinner, I went and sat by the fire because I wanted to be warm. (laughs) And little Miss Taylor noticed that I was (laughs) not dancing and that I was sitting by the fire. And as you've told me, we're thinking, uh, well, if this guy's so lame, he's not even going to dance. Um, That's a swing and a miss right there. <laughs>
0: and granted, too, like we haven't even said one word to each other. And I'm already here like, no, if this man can't dance, like he's not going to be fine. <laughs> Little, like we had not even talked, like... <laughs> So yeah, I saw him sitting by the fire and I I am the type of person at a wedding where I will be there from the moment the music starts to the moment the music ends. I thrive at wedding receptions. (laughs) So yeah, I was like, "Mm, I don't know if this is going to work if he is sitting over by the fire. (laughs) And then finally, after what, maybe like 15, 20 minutes, you came over to the yeah, dance was store. about
1: it was at least 20 minutes yeah um maybe longer yes yeah, so i can't yeah maybe longer even but yeah i came over and saw her again and i was like okay i need to find a way to approach this girl and my opportunity came i saw you walking by yourself up to the cocktail bar And nobody else was up there, but I ironically had two minutes prior had just gotten a new Corona. and (laughs) I was like, well, shit, I have to go up there and talk to her, but I can't just have a full beer in my hand and make it super obvious. So as if it wasn't already obvious. So I reverted back to my college days and I chugged the shit out of that Corona and I jogged up to the cocktail bar before my... Time passed, and I was like, hello, uh, what are you getting to drink today? And that's where it all started. We just kind of started chatting and yeah, um, asked each other's names, how we knew the bride and groom. We had the connection with Jared, obviously, which was pretty cool. And then we talked about that. You mentioned you were moving to Chicago in four days, and I was like, oh, perfect. Uh, she's flying across the country 2,000 <laughs> miles away from Eugene this is going to go great um, so that lasted maybe I don't know three minutes we just kind of chatted got our drinks and and then after a little bit of talking uh, Taylor looked at me and was like all right well I'll maybe see you out there on the dance floor and I was like yeah I'll see you out there so I'm curious where your head was at at that point where my head was at at that point was like Well, she made it obvious that she was moving and, you know, is probably just here to have a good time, not really looking for something serious, especially with someone that lives on the West Coast. And, but definitely felt a little bit of a vibe and connection. And I was like, you know, I'm down to at least have fun tonight and maybe get to know her a little bit better. But I didn't really see it going anywhere at least at that point obviously it's extremely early to even think that but i just remember thinking like oh well you know she's really cute and seems really cool but you know gonna be living a hell of a lot further away than even san diego so yeah. um so i i actually didn't immediately start dancing i went over and started talking to some other friends um i don't know if you have any more thoughts on that or if you want me to just continue well, I was
0: going to say like in my mind the whole bar thing was all calculated I was like okay here's his opportunity I'm going to go to the bar by myself I'm not going to invite my cousins to come with me I'm going to go alone and see if he gets the hints and sure as shit I was in line and I turn around and I see him walking up and I'm like hell yeah I won the game I won the because I was not about to approach him first okay um okay so yeah basically that was it we chatted for a few minutes and then I was like well maybe I'll see you on the dance floor and then you went and talked to some of your friends right
1: yeah yeah so I, I I think maybe 15 minutes had gone by I went and I sat down next to Nick and Kayla Fronick and Kayla just immediately says why are you not dancing with that girl and I'm like, what, what girl? <laughs> I'm just playing dumb. She's like, the one you were just talking to at the bar. And I was like, oh, you know, she's, I don't know. I guess she, you know, I was just kind of trying to, I was being kind of shy and sheepish in the moment. Because I don't want, I didn't want to like get my hopes up, obviously. And so I was like, oh, she's probably got a boyfriend or something. Like I just kind of played it off. And Kayla was like, oh no, she's actually single. I went and talked to her. Which I later found out was not true at all. She just said that to like nudge me in the right direction. And it worked, so kudos to her. Uh, But I was like, oh, really? You, You found out that she was single? And she's like, yeah, and she's been looking at you all day. And I was like, really? And I was like, well, wow, because obviously I noticed, like, the eye contact, but the fact that other people noticed that you were looking at me was like, oh, shit, this is okay. So she's definitely interested then. And that was kind of the extra nudge I needed um to really go for it. And so I said okay. And I took a swig of my drink and I immediately at that after that point went onto the dance floor and I kind of hovered around where Taylor was and um <laughs> yeah we just started <laughs> dancing and she had this cute little they handed out these cowboy hats that had little lights that would flash all around them and there was a little button that would start it inside the hat and uh your hat every 10 minutes it would turn off and so i would just kind of take her hat off turn it back on put it back on or it was kind of like became my new little job and so were... oh, i have to, i have to stick around because i have to make sure <laughs> these lights on your hat stay on so
0: bed, you didn't i don't know what i would do but
1: what i've done <laughs> what would you have done without me so then she kind of dropped a little hint that she didn't have a ride back to her hotel and I was like oh well I'd be more than happy to drive you. Uh, I was borrowing my cousin's minivan at the time which is a total chick magnet so I was of course uh, (laughs) stoked to drive her around in that thing Um, but uh, yeah I offered a ride and she was like okay that'd be awesome um so I was like okay cool like I got a little bit of an in here like taking her back to the hotel after the bar um after the wedding after the wedding
0: nothing happened though that insinuated like you're like oh take her back to the hotel like I was Oh st- no, I
1: was I, I didn't mean like, that.
0: like nothing happened.
1: No, 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 sorry. I didn't that's not the vibe <laughs> I was trying to get. Yeah. I just meant like it's just kind of funny that I'm borrowing my cousin's minivan with their three kids and all the car seats in the back and stuff. It's just kind of a funny. Yeah, it's funny. Funny deal. So Yeah. Um So I knew I was going to get to take you back and spend a little time with you. Um so, let me kind of dance for a little bit. I ended up taking a little break, going to the bathroom. And one of my good friends, Lauren, approached me and she just kind of was checking in on me and how I was doing with everything that went on in 2022. And it was getting a little emotional, um, which you witnessed because um, <laughs> you had your eyes on me and you were watching where I was going. <laughs> I um, I mean, I don't want to speak for you. What were your thoughts at that point?
0: Honestly, when I saw you crying, I was like, oh, damn. He's probably got some girl drama. Like he's probably got some dirty laundry or like something. (laughs) And I was wrong. Very wrong. Um, But towards the end of the wedding, I had come up to you this was after I saw you get a little emotional it wasn't for very long maybe just a few minutes but um after I came up to you and I said hey so what are you doing after the wedding we should go grab a drink (laughs) and you would you you said oh my gosh I'd love that and then me like going straight to it <laughs> I was like cool but like when we're at a when we're getting a drink I want to know why you were crying and you said are you sure it's kind of dark and I said yeah I want to know everything and then you said okay
1: yeah Well, I'm a very open person. It's not hard for me to talk about emotional things or things that I'm going through. And I just already kind of felt a connection with you and was like, why not? You know, why not spend some time with this person and share what I'm going through? Like I have no problem with that at all. So yeah, we danced a little bit more and then got in the car, headed out. We found a nice little quiet bar. Uh, And we sat and talked for, gosh, at least an hour and a half. I feel like it might have been almost two hours. Wow. And we just kind of shared our life, everything we had been through, at least in the last two to four years. Um, Both of us obviously had been through some tough things, very different things, but very tough things. And Um, Which
0: happened in March of 2022, which was a year later when we met, which was also pretty crazy.
1: Right, it was almost a year anniversary for both of us from when things went bad. Um, so, yeah, it was the timing was crazy. But um, just from talking, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you out there have been on first dates. Not that this is necessarily a first date. I guess it kind of was. But it's an
0: unplanned first
1: date. Uh, an unplanned first date. But you can have nice conversations with somebody. And you can even have an enjoyable conversation with someone that you're interested in, but there was just a different level of connection and a different level of comfort. Like this girl I had only known for five hours at this point, it was almost like talking to someone I had already known for a while. And I just felt really drawn to you which I hadn't felt in years and years and years. I've been, I had been single, Pretty much for like seven years. I mean, I'd had off again, off again, on again, off again sort of relationships in that time, but I hadn't had like a true, like, holy shit, there's a strong, strong connection here, which was effortless. It was just incredibly effortless. Um, Just the way you reacted, the way you comforted, the way you laughed, and just the way she looked at me. That that was another thing, too. It's just a way someone looks at you. And they can tell you things without really telling you something. And we had that. So um, I was already falling pretty hard at this point because we had just kind of spilled our life and our struggles and had kind of encouraged each other and applauded each other's progress. And um, there was really, yeah, it was really special.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, on the other hand, am not as vulnerable and as emotionally open as you are. Um, and that's just kind of how I've always been, but, um, when we were together, like getting a drink after the wedding, like I had never been so like open and vulnerable with someone on a first date, if you will. Um, like with someone I just met, like shit, whether it was like a friend, friend or a romantic date partner or whatever. Like I just had never been that open with someone like so quick after meeting them and with you it just felt like so normal like like you said like I feel like I had known you forever and like it just I just never felt that like sense of comfort and like trust with anyone that I had really dated so it was really crazy to like feel that you know what I mean
1: Mm -hmm. I think maybe too as I think more on it maybe knowing that there was so much distance like geographically kind of buffered it in a little bit of a way because it kind of eased the pressure for it to go well. Cause True. it wasn't like we had met online and we had planned this and like living in the same town. Like it was just kind of like, I have nothing to lose. Like this girl is going to live gonna- in Chicago. I'll probably never see her again. And um, I think that kind of took some of the edge off, but I think that was just a part of it. I think there was just a deep connection. That I felt pretty quick and so yeah so then at that point we were like all right let's go have some fun we've, we've gotten out all the emotions let's mm-hmm. just go have fun and dance and um so we went to this country bar uh big country bar down in, in, Temecula. Yes.
0: in Temecula
1: yeah it was a good time and <laughs> <laughs> there was probably 50 to 70 people on this huge stage all in unison line dancing to this country song and you and I kind of we had already gotten a drink and we were just like all right let's go dance let's go have some fun and I think you dared me because I was like man that's impressive I, like I am gonna...
0: supposed to go do it and I was like nah like I'm not drunk enough <laughs> and then and I was like you go do it like I dare you I think that's how it came about because I think you were trying to yeah. get
1: us yeah so I was getting trying to get us both to just go out there and just screw it let's just try and line dance even though we don't know the moves and you were just like well let's see you do it kind of a thing and obviously a few drinks helped and I was like well damn I I gotta least show that I'm no coward so I just went out there and did my best. I tried to <laughs> I tried to mimic uh, the moves and I'm sure I look like a fool out there, but I was just having fun and doing the moves and I saw her just kind of watching me and laughing and so then I the song ended and I just kinda scurried on back over to Taylor and thinking, oh man, I probably just look so damn stupid just now. And then first words that came out of your mouth were So, can I kiss you now? (laughs) So, apparently it worked. And that was when we had our first ever kiss.
0: When the world stopped.
1: When the world literally stopped, yes.
0: Can I just say, too, I have never, ever, ever in my entire life initiated a first kiss with someone. But, like, there was just something about watching you on the dance floor just, like... Living life, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I remember just staring at you and I was like, this kid, like, I need to kiss this guy. I need to kiss him. And so I couldn't help it. I couldn't hold it back.
1: I'm glad you didn't. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, not to get too gushy and mushy, but yeah, it was a damn good first kiss. And it just was like, holy crap. Like, why do you have to live so far away? Like, I would make you mine tonight. Like, I just that's how I felt. Like, it was just like the emotional connection was there, the physical connection was already there. I mean, first kiss is huge is a huge first impression. Um, and it was just like, holy shit, there's something here like that's really real. And so yeah, so we danced together for a few hours and we were just like so, uh, like what's the word I'm looking for? Just like carefree, like I wasn't concerned about like, am I doing this right or wrong? Am I looking stupid? Like it was just effortless so- and fun and free.
0: I don't even think it was that long because I don't think we even got there till like after midnight, and then they closed, remember, and kicked us out.
1: Yeah, so at least an hour though. I think we danced for at least an hour,
0: um, and then we went back to. parking lot of my hotel and we sat in that damn van until like 4 a.m just talking about literally everything in life
1: yeah we were just laughing and reminiscing about the night kissing more (laughs) (laughs) because how could I resist and so then we finally just were like so what the hell do we do now because I think at least at first we were both just kind of like oh let's just go enjoy this time and get to know each other and um taylor was very o- uh, honest about you know i'm moving to a new town and i'm you know going to be exploring chicago and integrating myself in the culture and the people and going on dates and i mean why wouldn't she and what you know that that's what i would want to, you to do um So I still at this point had no expectations that it was going to turn into like an actual relationship because yes, it was magical and there was a huge connection and I was definitely bummed that it was going to be the end of it, but, and I knew I wanted to keep in contact with you and at least, you know, I don't know what I expected if we were were to have become friends or you know, just kind of from afar, not talk a lot. I figured, I kind of figured it would fizzle out after a few days, possibly after we moved and kind of started your own thing, like hear from me every once in a while and just kind of move on and get back to my goals and aspirations and she go and live her life. But um, obviously that's not how it went down, but <laughs> um, yeah, we exchanged numbers and just were kind of like, I don't know how we move forward with this, but I'd love to keep in contact. I think that's kind of it, right? I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I was pretty open with you about, like, wanting to potentially, like, date people in Chicago. And, yeah, I mean, I think that was it. I think we didn't know when we were going to see each other next. I think we gave each other, like, a four-minute hug. And then... I walked into the, back into my hotel.
1: But did you think at that point it was going to go anywhere or did you kind of think kind of how I was thinking?
0: Kind of how you were thinking. I was like, eh, like we literally live across the country from each other. Like, obviously we don't know each other well enough to like try to do distance like we've just met like I don't even know him I mean I did know you like I got to know you but like you know what but I mean you don't
1: know you're ready for a relationship after one night
0: exactly so I was kind of like that was cool like there is definitely something there but like I don't really know
1: where this is gonna go yeah so that was it that was the night it was pretty magic and then the following days we just continued to talk and started facetiming every day just naturally and it didn't take long for us to kind of realize yeah we want to we want to dive in head first here and see what we can do because it was just there was just too strong of a connection too much of an attraction at least for me i knew all right i got I knew, you I knew that if I could make this work with this one, then I don't care about anyone, any other girl. I don't want to date anyone else. Like, if I can make it work with her, then I'm golden. Because I just knew there was something about you that I wanted to be a part of. So, yeah, we kind of unofficially became exclusive. I feel like in the first, after a couple of weeks, um, it wasn't until the next time we saw each other in late April that we officially. Became boyfriend and girlfriend. April twenty, um, yeah. April April twentieth, four twenty. Um, it's our date, but yeah. So that's the story. This uh, is an amazing night. One I reminiscing night about, about, about it. And
0: cherished, and here we are, almost six months later, babe.
1: Yeah, I know it's pretty crazy. In fact, the day that I fly to Chicago will be September 4th, which is exactly six months.
0: Oh, my gosh. From the night we met. Oh, my gosh, I didn't even think of that.
1: Yeah. That's special. Yeah, I'm sure everyone kind of knows this that follows you, but... uh,
0: Yes, he's moving to
1: Chicago. Less than four weeks I'm moving to Chicago.
0: September 4th? No more
1: distance. No more distance. No more
0: distance. (laughs) (laughs) We did good. We did good, but we can say goodbye to distance.
1: Couldn't yeah. be okay. happier about that. I know me too.
0: What's one thing you've learned about yourself through this long distance relationship that you probably never imagined yourself being in?
1: Oh man, how much time you got. <laughs> um you know, obviously, I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. We've grown a lot. Going distance is tough because we have the time difference. We have very different jobs. We have very different schedules. Um, we have just different ways that we live our life. And so I think it took some time to kind of figure all that out and so I'd say just kind of patience is something that I've really learned um and I think it's something that we've both improved upon quite a bit um that would for sure be the number one thing I'd say I've learned at least in terms of myself like that I can do it because at first the thought of dating somebody in Chicago and I never get to see them and I mean, even if so, even if I met someone that lived in Portland or someone that lived in like Northern California, um, I could still see you more often than you and I are able to see each other. Um, so I think it just kind of taught me that, yeah, when you do meet that right person, you can make it through any obstacle that comes your way um, because it is worth it. And with probably any other person, it would have ended up not being worth it or it would have just not worked Mm -hmm. but we came to truly truly love each other and we found a way to make it work and we're about to be rewarded for that by finally living (laughs) together (laughs) so
0: goodbye to distance once and for all our long lost friend
1: that's right yeah (laughs) don't trip on your way out (laughs) um (laughs) or don't let the door hit you on the way out um so yeah i guess that'd be the one main thing i've learned is just if it's meant to be then just be patient and put in the time and the work to be your best self and you'll attract the right person and that's exactly what happened with me i spent the beginning of this year the first few months before we met reevaluating what's important to me and reevaluating my lifestyle and my eating and my fitness and my career goals and just everything i just kind of reevaluated and made a lot of changes and it attracted you. It did. So indeed. making so yeah. So this, I guess this is my little pitch: uh, making that one little change can change your entire life in other avenues that had nothing to do with eating or fitness or anything like that. Um,
0: so for those of you listening out there, you're you're trying to tell them that one decision to... In regards to prioritizing your health change the trajectory of your life is that what I'm hearing you say babe
1: that is what you're hearing me say and I've hit the jackpot because I now have a trainer that's going to keep me <laughs> in line uh because it's easy when you don't have someone to keep you accountable
0: hey you don't just get, just
1: get lazy yeah <laughs> but um that's something I've definitely learned through you too babe is you've helped me as well with different mindsets and you know being you know it's okay that you had a bad day or a bad week it's okay that you didn't eat so healthy or you only worked out once last week like it's all about what can i do today how can i you know make it a lifestyle so
0: eliminating um, that nothing mindset
1: right and that's a tough mindset to break
0: it is it's definitely something that takes time to shift it doesn't just
1: happen And that's something I'm still working on. Um, And I feel like I've made great strides, and I feel like you've been a huge, huge part of that. Um, Which is just one of the many reasons why I love you.
0: Oh, thank you. I love you too. Well, (laughs) TT, by the way, we also have the same initials TT, TT. Um, Well, TT, is there anything else? Or any last tidbits that you would like to leave the listeners with?
1: You made the right choice in signing up with Taylor. She works <laughs> well. Not stop. everyone
0: listens to these, <laughs> are our clients, <laughs> some of them are just like listeners that listen to the podcast.
1: Okay, fair enough. Well,
0: <laughs> I appreciate it. Taylor's
1: right. Very- Taylor's very passionate about what she does, and she is very loyal. She cares about the people that invest in her. She invests into them. And if you're looking for love, it took me till I was 30 years old, and sometimes it feels like you're just never going to meet that right person. And I used to roll my eyes and get frustrated every time someone would tell me. Oh, it'll happen when you're least expected. It'll happen <laughs> when you're least trying. The worst and, I used to just think, and I used to just think, so I should just do nothing? Like, that's stupid. But then I did what you're supposed to do. I just started to focus on bettering myself and being my best self. And it happened. So just be patient, work on yourself, be the best self you can be. And I promise you will attract the type of person that you want. So
0: I agree more. Starts with focusing on yourself first and putting that energy into you before you can attract that partner. Right. And weddings are great places to meet people. Just saying.
1: Yes, go to weddings. I
0: love our weddings.
1: <laughs> Everyone's dressed nice. Everyone's drinking. Start dancing. Scope out who's not dancing with a partner. Find a way to talk. Them.
0: <laughs> They're yours. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> Well, uh, thanks for coming onto to this podcast this week with me, baby. This was so much fun.
1: Well, I was very happy to be here and thank you for having me.
0: Of course. All you listeners out there, you're going to see a lot more Timmy and Tay content as he ventures out here for his move uh, to Chicago in a few weeks. So you'll be seeing a lot more of us on social media together which i'm so (laughs) excited for could not be happier
1: me too baby it's gonna be fun
0: all right well thanks again for coming for being a guest and maybe we'll do round two someday
1: sounds great i can hardly wait all right
0: bye bye